Welcome to Live Committed. It's a central platform for the Ariel Tribe community, where we believe in the individuals about executing the discipline of standards plus habits are going to equal results in their life. On this podcast, we want to provide a space where you can learn to grow through conversations and connection with other people to reach the highest vision that you have for yourself, mind, body, and spirit. And at Ariel Tribe, we are passionate about results. So whether you're feeling stuck in your business, your marriage, your spiritual journey, or whatever's going on in your life, we would love to invite you to the tribe to learn how you can live a committed life. You can always visit us at www.ariel-tribe.com. That's A-R-I-E-L-tribe.com to learn more about who we are and how to get connected to the tribe. So Aaron, let's get on with the show. What's up, tribe? Hello, tribe. We are back and we got an exciting episode for um, yeah, we do. to talk about today. Um, I, I, I love doing this with Jason. I love the brainstorming part and I love just how we can, yeah, birds Same in here. the feather. Um, even though we have, a, I think, a bit of a different lens, which I think is okay that we bring different perspectives on it based on our backgrounds. 100%. Yeah. So today what we want to uh, tackle is really the impetus behind the whole aerial tribe was um, this 87-day invitation that um, we built, put together, invented. Yeah. I, I don't know what the right <laughs> word is. Um, we designed, beg, yeah. begged, borrowed, and stealed. Yeah. Um, the, the, the desire behind this at just a really big picture view was – there's more uh, when you look at an exercise program or you look at uh, even a self-help program, they have a tendency to focus in on one specific part of you, whether that's a physical th- um, like a weight training program or there's an emotional development piece like a, you know, let's go explore our inner child or, you know, whatever. Uh, or there's a spiritual piece like we're going to go to a monastery and we're going to be silent for yeah a month or whatever. Um, they all have a tendency to focus around one of those topics. And, and that is at some level beneficial. But what we wanted to do was to really wrestle with what for both of us is a, an emerging reality that's just truer and truer is that um, we are integrated wholes. We are mind, body, spirit. We are as a human. You're not just one piece of you. You're all of you. And all the pieces affect all the other pieces. Yep. And so what winds up happening is when we overemphasize one, it can only grow so far before those other pieces that we've neglected, will pull it back. Correct. Uh, and that's as simple as, um, you know, what we eat. If you don't, if you don't eat well, you feel bad, you know, you're physically, you feel bad, you're foggy, you're not clear in your thoughts, like all of those things, just, they're all connected. And, uh, and so we wanted to try to tackle something that uh, would help improve all of those things with the theory. We had a theory that if we did that, that people would actually grow that, um, that we would see when we focus on all three of those things being focused on the mind, focus on the body and focus on the spirit that we would see people actually begin to break through and overcome some of those things. Um, and what we're finding uh, is that that is actually more true than we thought. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Be. And so uh, what we wanted to do today is just to briefly review kind of what the 87 day invitation is, and then um, talk about some of the 
the impact that it's having in people's lives. Yeah. And then, I mean, ultimately if you you're listening to this and you haven't had a chance to even look at the invitation or start it, you know, we really want to encourage you. And that's what we hope takes place here today. Yeah. I mean, that's at the heart of why we're sitting here is, is providing you guys a tool that, uh, Aaron and I, you know, kind of, we, we kind of independently kind of, you know, did a piece here and there, but then sat down and said, you know, what is the missing piece? Like you just clearly articulated that there's nothing wrong about, you know, Hey, focusing just on your physical aspect or the spiritual, the, the emotional piece. But at the end of the day, if you're not consistently, and I think that's the key to this, uh, leaning into all of those, then, then one of those is going to pull you back. Right. What well, it just is. And, and here's the great part. Uh, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I feel like all three of them are pulling me back. Well, welcome to the party. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. we, that's why, that's why the hard work, that's what it just gets back to is that consistency of, of showing up. We don't know what tomorrow brings. Um, but I know if I'm a better version of when I walk into tomorrow, then it's just going to give me clarity in these spaces. So we're, we're excited to, you know, kind of go through this a little bit. Yeah. And I think the other thing that we would say just as a preamble in, in all of this is when you are growing, depending on the area of your life, depending on what part of you you're growing, it, it's not necessarily always the same one. So I like, I hear so many people that will tell me, gosh, if I just lost 15 or 20 pounds, like mm-hmm. my life would be different. Parts of it would be like, that is absolutely true. Parts of it would be, you would, you would feel better. Your, your doctor would be happier (laughs) with you. But at the same time, there are other areas of your life that you are going to want to grow in that are not connected to the physical piece. They're connected to an emotional brokenness, you know, or whatever, or or unawareness of something. Um, And so to say it, it, I am, as long as I fix this, I will be fixed is a little bit short-sighted. So this is a journey, not a destination. It's a lifestyle that we're making uh, available to uh, to be in a position where we can always move forward and expand and grow. I think you just said the key word. I hope everybody caught it's a lifestyle. That's why we didn't call this a challenge. We yep. called it an invitation to you saying there's a better version of myself and, and now's the time, you know, now's the time for that person to uh, arise and, and, and take shape. And, and that person's available to you. Like yeah. you can go and find that better version. Totally. Of you. Um, it's not, it's not a secret, Mm-mm. but there's not a shortcut either. That's right. You don't magically discover the best version of you in easy spaces. That's just not <laughs> the best of us is always made in struggle. Yeah. It was, um, I think the last show or the show before where you know, I said, you know, we don't rise to our goals. We fall to our daily habits. Yep. That's it. So, yep. so it's, what are the systems and the habits that that's ultimately what we're going to fall back to because motivation goes away. Life is super hard dog ate my homework. You know what I mean? Why mm-hmm. is my teenage daughter freaking out about that? Like whatever's coming at you, you're just like, oh, I'm back. I, I'm, I'm back to those habits, both physically and mentally. Right. Yeah. And spiritually. That's why we got to talk about it. And so. what happens? Here's another big piece of the invitation. That's unique. I think to the invitation is what happens when you get interrupted? What happens when you get off of your schedule? What yeah. happens when, you know, something, something gets in the way that's significant enough that actually takes you off the rails. What do you do then? Yeah. And and so we wanted to build, you know, all around being able to grow, but also, um, really in a real life context, what are we facing? What are we up against and how do we address that? So, um, 
I would love for you, Jason, to maybe run us through the the seven okay. kind of pieces of it, generally speaking. And yeah, sounds good. Well, the first piece we talked about, it's a cleanse. So that simply means that when you start this program, it's no drugs or alcohol. And, and why is that? Because that, that, become, that just clouds the situation. Yep. And uh, so that's the first thing. Second is nutrition. So this is where simply following whatever diet that you feel is best for you, but that diet does not include potato chips and chocolate chip cookies from Costco. Right. Uh, oatmeal cookies. Oatmeal cookies. That's right. Um, and, and there's just no cheats on that. So, so the idea is whatever you decide to do, right, um, stay committed to that. The third is exercise. Uh, exercise at least 30 minutes per day. It's that's a lot easier. That means just putting on your tennis shoes and just walking around the block or, you know, purposely doing a hit program, whatever it is that you're doing. But the bottom line is you're moving your body. The fourth is reading, uh, spending 30 minutes. If it is in the Bible or reading 10 pages of spiritual development. And I think that's the key direction on this is not just grabbing a book on a skill set that you want to, um, you know, improve upon this one. We purposely designed to speak to the spirit um, and encouragement around reading in the Bible on that one. Mm-hmm. So uh, generosity. Um, I, mean, I love all these, but this is, the, I really enjoy this one is, you know, is to give to others, whether that's a gift of your time, financial resources, or material goods uh, on a daily basis. I, I think this, uh, I know we'll talk about it more, but I think this is just one of the big ones where transformation really happens. Yes. Um, Six is affirmation. Uh, this is the greatest gift that we don't give often to others is let them know that we appreciate them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so sharing specifics around the gratitude. I think that's the key. When you think about giving something, give the specifics around it. Um, not just like, hey, Aaron, I like you. It's, you know what I mean? Getting real specific on the gifts or the, the impact that that person is having in your life. Um, and then the last one is the reflection. And so we're just pr- practicing the mindfulness and, and writing down what you're observing in life. Hey, this is working. This is not. And so, so that's the invitation that we have, um, you know, and, um, and so we designed that you run at that and then you end up taking a break. Do you want to walk us through the kind of the second half of that? Yeah. So you have a 40 days where you're going to stay in, in those seven exercises every day. And if for any reason, any excuse, anything, uh, you're like, I, uh, but I don't feel good. Okay. If you miss one of these things, one time you go back to day one. Correct. Um, but then at the end of that 40 days, we have a mandatory seven day break. Yep. And that seven day break is really important. Um, because the hardest thing that we do is get derailed and then start back up on our good habits. Like you go on vacation or somebody comes in from out of town or there's a celebration, you know, it's the holidays, Christmas comes around Thanksgiving. And you're telling me you're not going to eat Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. You know, those are, those are the kind of things that, you know, when, when, not if, when we get derailed, how easy is it to get back on task? And so that seven day break forces that, but also the seven day break is there because there's some key pieces that are different in the second 40 days that um, get, that seven days gives you the opportunity to step back and really kind of search your heart for um, what that's what that's going to look like. Um, so in that in that second forty days, you have five kind of areas uh, that you're going to pick one to kind of focus on, and what that means is one area that I know I really need to grow in, and I'm going to take these seven habits that I've been developing, and I'm going to bend those things toward that area that I want really want to grow in. 
And so those are uh, business. If you want to grow in business, you want to bend. Uh, so you're reading your affirmations, your generosity, kind of bend towards work environment, understanding that. Um, second thing is uh, fitness. If you want to be uh, big uh, in fitness, that's great. Also, uh, number three is family. Uh, what do you want to do? Do you, maybe maybe you're like, man, I'm struggling in my marriage, yeah. and I want to get better at marriage. Um, and then uh, number four is just a personal growth area. Like, is there a is there a personal growth area that I want to really develop in myself? Maybe um, I want to be more comfortable with risk, or I have a fear in this area that I want to conquer, or um, I, I feel like I have like an anger problem and I'm going to deal with that. It's time for me to deal with that. And so all of your energy in these seven habits is going to be focused in that direction. And then the last piece is spiritual development, which we, um, both Jason and I really value, uh, the spiritual side of a human. Like we are spiritual beings. And so, um, we have to be willing to develop that. And I think for a lot of people, they run into life's major issues and don't do well because they've really neglected their spiritual side. Yeah. So that's our second 40 with the, so you have those same seven habits that Jason mentioned, and then you have, uh, but in the second 40 days, you have one of these five areas of focus that you're going to bend those habits around. And, um, and what we're finding is that people are, transforming at much further and at a much higher rate than we had anticipated. Correct. So (laughs) we wanted to just share with you some of the, some of the impact that it's been having. I know that, uh, I, I could tell you story after story. I've been, I've been through this a lot of times now with a lot of different people. And I do think uh, just a pro tip on doing the invitation, if you haven't done it or you haven't looked at it, jump on our website, aerial-tribe.com. And uh, you can find a download there. It's free. Yep. Like, it's all free. It's all free. Um, so jump in there and, and get on that. Because uh, we cre- Real quick, because we created a daily guide for you. So you don't, I mean, all the instructions are there, you know, so the checklist, the reflection component, I mean, we've built this turnkey. So. Yeah. Yep. And if you, if you're naturally a journaler, um, you'll love that yeah. reflection piece. If you're not, you'll endure that reflection piece, yeah. but it's okay. Like it's a good, my, my reflection journals in the times that I've been through this are actually quite valuable, you know, to be able to go back and go, Hey, yeah, that day, I remember that day and this thing happened. And, um, it's just a good reflection piece and to, and to look at what was I struggling with, yeah. um, when I started, and where am I at now? Um, that trajectory. It's so time. it's so cool to go back and actually read your own handwriting. You know what I mean? And just watch. You can like literally read progression. You know, of, yeah. it's I, I I find it pretty fascinating personally. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's and and one of the things just for my own personal. This is the way I journal. Is I try to start with a word that describes the day. Uh, just one word. That's cool. And then just kind of jot down a few sentences about that. Like it, your journaling doesn't have to be extravagant unless you want it to be, but um, it just needs to be a reflective time where you kind of jot down like, here's here's what the day was. Here's the wins. Here's maybe the losses. Yeah, correct. Um, the, the funny thing is that word bends more positively 
over the course of the challenge, even though I've been through it multiple times. Like the word itself bends more positively. So it can start with like yeah. hard, complicated, you know, those kind of things. And then it moves towards grateful and inspiring and motivated. And, you know, those it, the, the trajectory always moves that direction. Yep. So um, I, I got to tell you one story just to start with. We had a, a, a gal who did the 87-day invitation. And uh, she was uh, somebody who was incredibly um, fearful, uh, very fearful of life, risk averse to the nth degree. Um, and she had had an experience uh, on the ocean that was really traumatic for her when she was a kid. Hmm. And she decided that as a result of walking through this, she decided that she was going to um, each each month she was going to face a new fear. And I was like, wow, that is amazing. That's so cool. And so what she did, and she planned this for months, what she did was she actually flew uh, to the coast, uh, the same coast where this traumatic event happened, because she hadn't been in the ocean since since it happened. Um, and she wound up um, going and getting in the water, taking her, letting her girls get in the water, and they swam and they played for like two or three days in the same spot. That's like awesome. it was just this really, and she's free from it. Like she came back and she's like, I'm free from it. She actually got a tattoo to commemorate that's <laughs> the, so cool. the event. But but that's uh, just a really cool, um, Love it. just one simple example that we're seeing. Yeah, I think, you know, what comes from this, I mean, so that's just a great story of what really comes from this. And, and I think that what, you know, if you decide to do the invitation, which we hope you do, you're going to get a sense of momentum, right? It's that consistency of leaning in because we, you know, we talk about it. We, none of us have any idea what tomorrow brings, but it's the idea that you're a better version of yourself. And to your point about that journaling, you know, that just takes time. You just got to, you're going to have to chip away at the different areas, because when you look at this invitation, there's going to be some things that are going to be really easy for you. And then there's going to be things that are really hard. You're like, Hey, uh, cleanse is easy. I don't drink at all. Well, okay. Awesome. You know, but you might look at this and say, well, I have a hard time with affirmation. Yeah. Um, great. Well, that, that's what this is designed to do. And if you really take a step back and, and see how these are intertwined very strategically, uh, I think that's, that's, it's really cool because you never know which one is going to actually push you in the area that you actually need to go. Mm. When we talk about fear, right. Right. Um, you know, what, what does that mean? What does that look like? But what a beautiful story that you just mentioned that she, uh, purposely said, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go wrestle with that. And, uh, now I'm going to pull my kids into this. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, wow, that's. That's uh, that's exciting, and she's choosing to break the cycle rather than pass her fears on. Totally, which is that's such a huge, like parental legacy. I think you know my my dad just retired just just a couple of weeks ago, just retired, and so there's been a lot of reflective time. You know, as he's kind of sitting in his new world, and we're all kind of reflecting on okay, what does this mean, and what what does his life meant, and all that kind of stuff. And parental legacy, like you either conquer your your stuff, whatever your stuff is, fears, inadequacies, insecurities, um, your your emotional, spiritual, physical brokenness. You either conquer it or you pass it on. Yeah, it's so true. But it doesn't die. Like you, you, the only way for it to go away is for you to conquer it. And so, unfortunately, you know, I my dad always used to say, "We're too soon old and too late smart." I I. Uh, I think 
we told our kids a long time ago, you know, we didn't save for college. We saved for therapy. So <laughs> we knew, we knew they were going to need it. Um, but, uh, but those are the kind of things that like, I love those kind of stories where we see people that are like, I'm breaking the cycle of yeah. fear. I'm breaking the cycle of not being willing to step out and live life to its fullest. Like I'm going to, I'm going to stop that in my family. Yeah. My dad, I feel like my dad did that for us. He had a really rough childhood and you know, his dad was an alcoholic and, um, and really just didn't provide much opportunity. And my dad was just like, yeah, I'm my dad, like literally doesn't even drink a cup of coffee. I mean, he just went the other direction and, mm-hmm. and really kind of gave us a great framework of hard work and, and, um, opportunity. And so, um, so now I, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm, you know, passing along to my kids, you know, uh, to some degree, but I agree with you. It's, uh, you got to cut it off or do something about it. Yeah. So. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, uh, when you pass it on to your kids, ultimately they will resent you for it. Now that may not, mm-hmm. that may not sever your relationship entirely, but whatever negative stuff you pass on to the kids, they'll, you know, they'll be frustrated about that. Like, and we talk about, you know, I love my kids, so I'm going to give them everything they want. Well, but that's rooted in this thing that I grew up with nothing, so my kids are never going to do that. They're going to have everything they want. Well, that's yeah. broken. Yeah. That's broken. Um, is it serving them, or is it working against their their fullest potential? So let me ask you a question. Uh, you know, you, you, what we've both done it. Um, you've done it multiple times, but you've seen a lot of people do it. Like, what do you think, from your perspective, Aaron, like, why do you think, if you had to summarize this, this is having such a great impact on people that are doing it? So there's there's a couple of layers to that. First of all, it's all three of the pieces of you being pushed forward at the same time. So you can't, regardless of the root of where your problem lies, you can't help but grow because all of the roots are being pushed forward. Mm-hmm. The other piece is when you're, when you're having this experience in a group, which I always take, do a group when we go through it, when you're having this experience in a group, the conversations that you're having are different because you're having specific conversations. And of course we have this, I I believe it's downloadable off our website, a conversation sheet for your group time. Um, The, you know, when you're talking about your reading and we're talking about this reading in a spiritual venue and and we're having these real conversations like that that is um transformative for for a relationship in a good way um and and so that piece has been really helping people step up and have confidence like these people that are insecure they feel alone they don't feel seen and then all of a sudden they're having this conversation with people at a level they're like wow they really get me Uh, i didn't realize that but they really get me so those those two pieces, I think, are really, really significant. All three of them, the pieces of you being pushed together and the fact that people are doing it in a group, which frames the kind of conversations that they're having. And once you speak something out loud, you know that like that's the you have an 80 percent chance of owning it just because you spoke yeah. it. Um, even if you're an external processor, once you say something, you kind of put your flag in the ground over it. You know, uh, keeping it to yourself makes it really easy to compromise. Yeah. And so we see that, we see that a lot where people are just the conversations like, man, I've never had conversations like this before. Um, and it's interesting to me because as a pastor, I'm really into discipleship and that's really core to who I am as a, just as a human is developing people. And the church has so emphasized the spiritual side of a person, which is great, but to the detriment of 
the physical and the mental side. And, and there's all kinds of things that the Bible says about both of those things. Like yeah. gluttony is one of the seven deadly sins, right? Mm-hmm. People who are gluttons have no part of the kingdom. That's what the, like, that's a strong statement. Yeah. There's, you know, uh, in second Timothy, Paul says, study to show yourself approved. You know, you need to develop your mind and you need to care for your body. It's all part of this total experience of living into what God has made me to be. And that's, that helps people uncover dreams and designs. And this is what I'm good at. This is what I'm not good at. All that stuff gets accentuated when we're focusing on all three. You know, yeah. One of the things that makes me think as I'm listening to you, if you kind of go back just even over the last hundred years is that as life has become more convenient, there's actually become more problems Mm -hmm. statistically, Mm -hmm. more mental issues, more obesity, you know, like, just things that because it's easy to go to cinnamon bun you know what i mean or right. or because things are coming at us to to be depressed or whatnot because back in the day it was like you know the doing the doing the hard stuff uh because you kind of had to shaped character and and whatnot so i don't know just i was listening to you kind of made me think about kind of where we are at in society that it this it's harder now than ever to actually do the right thing right especially if you're here in america because our life is so convenient on so many different levels yeah yeah people don't have the fortitude that just life has a t- should have a tendency to develop in yeah you. and you know I, I think if i go and look at it culturally at least you know historically culturally at least in one vein um our generation was raised in daycare and and that was there to for for our parents to provide a living so mom and dad both had to go to work And uh, we learned as kids what was transferred to us wasn't family values and integrity and hard work. It was you need to sacrifice everything to give your children whatever they want. And and we didn't have whatever we wanted. And so Mm -hmm. we're going to make sure that our kids have whatever they want. Um, And here's the thing. It is not your job as a parent to give your kids everything that they want. Correct. Give them what benefits them and moves their life forward. Now, that doesn't mean they can't have good things. It doesn't mean they don't have playstations and whatever like nice shoes it doesn't mean any of that but what it does mean is if you believe that your job as a parent is to provide for your child everything that they could want you are radically missing your role as a parent and i think uh, for us is we we have to capture like developing grit and fortitude and purpose and meaning and usefulness and integrity and honor these are things that need to be developed in our kids And, and so then once you're doing that now you're taking away the the whole conversation around like toxic masculinity. Now, the masculinity isn't inherently toxic, yeah. But we don't have we don't teach young boys how to be men. We just don't. We don't. I mean, and, and it's somehow the society is afraid to speak to that, right? Because being a man is 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 designed to be a leader, designed to be tough, designed. To, yeah, there's a loving component to you know being a man, but. When I think about being a man, it's that's hard work, and it that's is. okay. Yeah, you know, and it's, and um, you know, that's that's why God designed man and woman in in their own unique ways, right? Um, and so I totally agree with that statement. Yeah, and I I think like masculinity is rooted in character, not in dominance, not in bravado. Correct. And and that's the problem. Bravado and and arrogance. That's 
that's toxic. That's toxic if it's femininity. It's toxic if it's mad. That's just toxic characteristics. Mm-hmm. One of the things I love about the seven day or 87 day invitation is it's forcing you to press into those places in your life where those things are still rooted and grounded and you got to develop the character. And because we don't have, you know, where this started was we don't have parents that understand how to do that. An experience like this invitation are kind of the key to getting us to the place of being more Correct. more mature as yeah. humans Correct. because we don't have it in another in another venue and if you're not forcing yourself to grow if you're not forcing yourself to do hard things you're going to stay right where you're at and so if you lack integrity you lack integrity yep. if you lack honor you lack honor if you want to be selfish and treat people just to get yourself ahead you're going to do that because nothing's ever developed that out of you and the 87 day invitation will do that yeah one of the things is you think about doing this invitation I think our encouragement is is to be very honest with yourself as to what are those areas when it's just me in the mirror. Yeah, uh, um, we all have it that you're like, yeah, that's not good. Like that that part of me needs to to go away, especially and, in that second phase. Yeah, and and just you kind of have to lean into that and yep. just be brutally honest. And and my other thought around that is that's where accountability can come into play you know, getting to your point about like doing this with a group that is, that you feel safe with, that you're like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my junk out here real quick. And this is not going to be pleasant, but that's where those breakthroughs are really going to come through, yep. you know? And I've, I know I've got people in my life that I've like, yeah, I'm, I need a little help. And this is, <laughs> yeah, this is what I'm wrestling with right now. So just, just as an encouragement to this, because you're only going to get from this, what you decide to put into it. Yep. You know, something I feel really strong about, I like to say often, is you can't give something that you don't possess. You just can't. It's, it's, just, it's just impossible. So, therefore, if you know that, hey, I want to be that person that gives that, well, then you have to go get it. And go getting that means archaeology about digging in and finding out how what I'm doing, what I'm saying, how I'm moving becomes that better version um, so just, just wanted to say that as you're listening to this, it's, it's a great opportunity for it to be pretty authentic with yourself. So. Yeah. It can be just a challenge. It can be just, Hey, let's just tick the boxes. It could be mm-hmm. that. It could be that. And you would receive benefit from that. But if you really let yourself dive in and say, no, this is an opportunity for me to transform. Yeah. That's a different ball game altogether. Yeah. Uh, and I think to your point that, um, reality of, of wanting to make sure that we, we take full advantage of it something like this is is a game changer that that is a life lesson in and of itself totally do i am i minimum compliance in my life or am i willing to restructure my life to accomplish the most important things mm-hmm. and that's significant that's significant it's good stuff so i had a i had a a guy that i did this with that was struggling in his marriage he was really struggling like they were they were under a lot of pressure um but he they just weren't doing really well. And so for that second phase, he decided to um, make family his focus and specifically his marriage. So he started being um, that affirmation and generosity piece. He started serving his wife and building her up. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it works in his marriage. He, he came back and he was like, wow, man, things are different in my home. And I saw them together, you know, and they were holding hands and smiling and making oogly eyes at each other. I was like, dude, that's fantastic. That's like, killer. That Those are the kind of things that I think 
you don't, if you look at this just as a challenge, you miss those opportunities to get growth in those areas. And that's why this isn't a fitness challenge. And we didn't, we, you're, you're going to have to exercise every day mm-hmm. and that's not easy, but this isn't a, we're going to kill you physically. This yeah. is a, Hey, we're going to develop the habit in you of prioritizing the right things and doing them the right way. That's right. So we, we love it. Uh, we'd love for you to check it out. Yeah. Um, and something else that we would, uh, as we tie this show down that I would love to throw out at you. We, we met this last week with a podcasting expert and learned a ton. Yeah, we did. One of the things that we learned is the importance of understanding who our audience is. And so we would love for you just to email us and let us know who you are. Like how old are you? What stage of life are you in? Are you married, single? Do you have kids? Uh, where are you at in your career? What are the things that you want to grow in? Maybe, you know, just some of those at a very high level things, nothing too, too vulnerable, but email us at Jason at Ariel tribe.com or Aaron at Ariel tribe.com. We'd love to just start gathering that information so that we can more effectively impact, uh, you guys with, with our time together. That's really some important to us. Yeah. And if you have any ideas for the show, um, please, email us as well with those. We'd love to tackle that. Um, and, uh, if you've been through the invitation, we'd love to hear testimonials. Yeah, like, absolutely. That's something that, um, we, we really, really would value, um, in, in moving forward, but like, and follow the show. If it's a benefit to you, share it for somebody that might be helpful, get a group together, do the invitation, um, watch people's lives change as you just spend time disciplining yourselves in the right practices the right way. And until next time, we will be back soon.